I mean, right now we've got more uncertainty than we've ever had. We cannot plan, we cannot look towards the future in some ways, because right, especially right now, if your business has collapsed, if your revenue incomes have stopped, and you're thinking, how do I put food on the table? That's the space you're gonna be in. And there's nothing wrong with being in that space, acknowledging that is where you're at. And, you know, it's all very real. However, whilst that may be the situation you find yourself in, it doesn't mean you can't do anything about it. Hello. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another wonderful day at the Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today, my guest is a recovering of Shiva. She has over 20 years of business experience, and, and she is an accredited NLP coach. In 2013, she was awarded Microsoft and um, O2 Business Award. In 2015, she was shortlisted for Best Coach at Business Women Award. 2017, she was awarded an MBE for her work with, business, with women in business. In 2019, she was awarded again for, um, she was awarded a PhD in psychology, in sociology. She works with high achieving women in business to get the success without being burnt out. She's passionate about ensuring women have the optimum environment, tools, skills to thrive in business. She wants self-care to be a priority. Also self-care plans should be as important as other plans. Today, I have the honor of hosting Dr. Yvette Ankara. She's an MBE. She's a transformational business coach and a consultant. Dr. Yvette, welcome to this show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, that's quite a mouthful, you know. <laughs> I've been busy. Yeah. yeah, you've been busy. I can see every two years you've been like going for it, going for it. Is that, is, is that like a set goal of yours? So... No, not really. Um... The PhD was 10 years of my life that I took to achieve that. So yeah, I wasn't setting out to do, to achieve the MBE. That was, that was a big surprise to be honest. Um, so yeah, so, and again with, with the, um, the competitions and things like that, they again were things that I applied for, didn't expect to get and managed to receive. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's an interesting word that I used there that is in your bio. Um, a recovering of Ashiba. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> as you can see, I do like studying. I like learning. I like I like um, going for it. However, I don't do that in the same way I used to. Before, um, my life was much more pushed by the goals and the determination to um, grind myself into the ground in the process of achieving those goals. That is no longer my focus. So I do believe that we can have success, we can achieve, we can strive, we can move forward, but without doing it from an unhealthy way, without 12, 15 hour days, without taking the toll on our mental and physical health. So that's why I say I'm a recovering overachiever. I still like to achieve, but I don't need to push as hard as I did before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. See, Doctor, today we have this, um, this cloud that is going on around this whole crisis. We are in a crisis right now. So we are indeed. And um, there's so many, so many things that's going on. So from your, from your own perspective or from your experience and as an NLP coach, why, what is the cause of fear? Well, fear is natural to us as human beings. It protects us, um, our bodies. Natural default is to stop us doing anything that could be considered harmful. So um, 
it's it relates to you know if you're walking on an edge it sort of tells you to move back because you might fall to actually things like um pressures and deadlines we create fear and anxiety within ourselves so in particular if there's things going around us that's stressful it's not that the situation is going to be any less stressful but what we need to learn how to do is manage how we interact with that so there is actually no medical definition of, of stress and i'm talking about stress because it does relate to that fear and anxiety that we, we create within ourselves and it's about how we interact with that situation and what happens when that situation is something that we don't feel that we can control and some of that is where that fear comes from um, so some of it is real you know there is a real issue with a disease that you can't see you can't do anything about and you are concerned for your own health the health of your family that's all very natural what happens is if we spend our time focusing on all the things we cannot control the things we cannot do we will spend a lot of time sitting in the space where we feel powerless wow yeah that's great because um your your theme of the month because you are a business coach a mentor mm -hmm. transformational um, at that one your theme of the month is strength and resilience mm -hmm. so why do people actually um, business people actually dwell within this um this fear space of uncertainty right now i mean right now we've got more uncertainty than we've ever had we cannot plan we cannot look towards the future in some ways because right especially right now if your business has collapsed if your revenue incomes have stopped and you're thinking how do i put food on the table that's the space you're going to be in and there's nothing wrong with being in that space acknowledging that is where you act and you know it's all very real however whilst that may be the situation you find yourself in it doesn't mean you can't do anything about it and the difference will be those who start taking action and those who don't and even before this crisis you would have business owners who would be operating from that space of fear that space of I can't possibly do that. I can't. Um, there's a but. And you can hear the words when they speak. There's blockages in their language. They're putting up barriers to what they can achieve. Right now, it's realistic. There's zero in your bank account. There's still zero in your bank account. However, what's, what are you going to do next? What can you do? That's the question I ask myself in any situation. What can I do? I know all the things I can't, I'm very aware of them. And I'm sure in this situation, you're thinking, okay, there's all this stuff I cannot do. So stop, what can you do? Part of that may be your personality in terms of how you operate generally. You may be risk adverse, you may not like taking that. But if you're gonna be in business and gonna be an entrepreneur at some point, you might need to take some risks. You, you might need to start stepping up. And that's the whole thing about being an entrepreneur. You step up, you start changing, you start innovating, you start creating. I'm just gonna say right now, if you're in that space where there's nothing happening, no money coming in, the first thing you can do, stop any payments coming out that are unnecessary. Call your bank, you know, fill out every single form that the government is offering you to get some money in. You know, particularly I know in the UK, they've just changed what they can give you overnight. So if you were rejected before, get back on the, on the phones and ask again. Great. Um, there's something that you that you said just now that really like 
piqued my interest. You said blockages in your mm -hmm. language. Yes. Yeah. So as um, as a business person, what do you do? How do you, what, what, what kind of blockage are you talking about? So using words like but or try. So I'm going to try to make that phone call. I'm going to try. You either do or you don't do. If you start to try, you're already saying that you don't think you're going to achieve it. So some of these things are uh, linked to what I do with the neurolinguistic programming. It's about how your language affects your behavior. So you might hear when you're talking to somebody, excuses, objections, things that they're not going to do. And you can tell by how they speak and how that, what's gonna happen with their behavior. So, you know, this is why I say there are some people that you'll hear this all the time and you'll hear every barrier that they put up to why they're not going to do something. So if they're operating from that space, the outcome will be linked to that. So sometimes it's change your language. It could be, I haven't got a solution yet. It means you don't have no right now, but you'll figure it out. You'll find a way you'll get support to help you. Just adding that yet at the end of the sentence changes the way that happens. Okay, so those are, so, 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 so those are like creative ways for you to like change your language. Are there any more um, creative ways to like actually change um, this blockage and just like sweep them away? Can you just sweep the language away or you need to like gradually? It takes, it takes things to work on it. So it's working with someone like myself to talk to you about that, to look at how you operate, look at um, what's causing it. There's often an underlying cause somewhere. So at some point you've created um, this block from whatever reason. It could be, there's lots of blocks that people have. It could be about failure. It could be about success. It could be about money or feelings about money. All of these things change how you operate and change your decision-making process, even how you make decisions. You know, if you're thinking about when you've gone to buy something, um, what's the decision process that you do to buy it? So it could be, I see it and it looks good. I know I have the money, I buy it. Or it could be, I see it, I research it for six days. I go to every single website, <laughs> check the prices, and then I buy it. So we all have different habits and behaviors and they will have come from somewhere. So it's examining some of those. And if they don't serve you, if you find that they are stopping you doing things, stopping you moving forward, that's when they're a problem. And then you can look at how you can shift and change that. Wow, that's great. See, I'm still, I'm still gonna like dwell on your, because your theme of the month is very, very like, it's very strong mm -hmm. and it's, yeah, thinking about strength and resilience, you need to like. So tell us about the internal factor of your team. So it's interesting. I actually wrote my content calendar of what I was going to, I was going to be putting out there more than six months ago. And when I saw, oh, yes, strength and resilience, I decided not to change it because I think right now we need it. We have a lot of strength and personal power. And we often don't realize what it is. When I ask um, people, what are their strengths? Not everyone can, can list them. You can probably tell me a whole list of things that you're not very good at. But when I ask about strengths, people say, well, I don't know. So 
it's good to start examining what your strengths are because you can use those as tools to help you right now. So for example, if you've achieved something in the last 12 months, think about what you've achieved and what you used, what tools you used from yourself to help you get there. And if that's a difficult task, think about um, things that your friends or colleagues say you're good at. You know, you might not have noticed this about yourself, but people might say, oh, you're a really good listener, or you're the kind of person that always gets things done. You know, so there's, there's strengths that people always have and they brush them aside because there's, there's things that they might do all the time. But these are things that are important to understand your strengths, understand your abilities, and you can actually use those as a tool. So if there's a problem that you've got right now, you can use your strengths to problem solve. Rather than thinking, I, am, I have no way of moving forward. It's like, well, okay, well, in this situation, or I've done this before, actually, I can do it again. Many of us have started businesses from nothing because that's often how we started. We can, what did we do at the beginning? What was different? Can we do that again? But right now, we don't have to start from nothing. You can start from the experience you've already got, keep yourself visible and prepare for the next phase. Yeah, actually, because um, the next phase, these two, like I always say, these two shall always pass. You know? Exactly. Yeah, so what, what, how can people stop the knee-jerk reaction right now? Well, the thing is, think about your why and think about your business plan. If you react to everything that's happened now, so for example, you completely change um, all of your pricing, all of your products, everything right now, and you do that without considering the audience, considering the plans, what happens in three months time? Can you go back if you change it so drastically? So begin by looking at your skills, what you have, the audience you serve. Speak to your audience. If they're in a situation where they financially cannot do anything right now, how can you still support them? It could be advice, it could be signposting, it could be community. You could do a Zoom coffee once a week so that you're connected to people. That's the first thing. If you've got products and services that are still viable, there's a market for them. There are still people who are earning, working, and some people are actually making more money now than they've ever made. So consider who that audience is and how your products and services help them fulfill a need. Mm. So yeah. rather than just doing everything right now from space of fear, stop, step back, think and plan. Okay. Yeah, this um, brings us to, you know, Today we're supposed to talk about how um, how we can actually shift from fear towards overcoming coming out of this um, stronger and better. So, what are the tools from your experience? What are the tools that we need to actually like go from this level of fear to a more I can't say certainty, but where we know that we have more confidence moving forward. Well, I think you should acknowledge the fear as well. Don't dismiss it. It's very much a real thing for you right now. It's not about, you know, um, positive thinking is going to get you out of this space. If you're in that place where you feel that there's, you know, there's a lot going on, you're stressed out, you may not be able to move, you know, your business forward in that way. So acknowledge it. Think about getting support 
an advice for where you are right now. If you are in a space where you're aware that there's lots going on, you are worried, but you think this is an opportunity for your business, start thinking creatively and thinking about what skills do I have? What tools do I have? What, do I, what resources do I have that I can use to help me right now and I can use to help others right now? And then, you know, things like, I, I always teach things like breathing, you know, just to, to being present because if we're, you know, operating from a space of anxiety, we're looking at a future that we, we don't know about yet. Nobody knows what the future holds. All we can do is be present and stay right here, right now. So breathing, just taking a moment just to focus on your breath and slow down. And right now you're gonna need that probably several times a day as you juggle around the children, juggle around the partner, juggle around the different things that you suddenly find yourself dealing with that you didn't deal with on a daily basis. So being mindful, if you have a way of um, looking after yourself like a morning ritual that you do, that could be, get up, exercising, have your shower, um, you know, say prayers, do gratitude, whatever it is. Don't stop doing that. Keep doing the things that keep you happy and healthy. And that will also keep you focused. Don't suddenly stop showering and roll out of bed and just be on the computer all day. Get ready, get up, get focused. It will really help you going forward. Yeah, I like what you said just now, but it was kind of like ringing in my head when you said, you have to breathe and stay present. See, the present is scary right now. So how can we like remain in the present? I don't well, think just like visualize the future and just like start working towards it instead of... You, you could do, I mean, here's the thing. It depends on where you're at. If you are, as I said, considering what you want to do and in a space where you can do that, keep doing your plans. Look at your three-year, five-year plan. Look at what's going on with that. Look at what may need to alter and shift. But particularly think about the customers you serve. Remember, they may completely change to who you serve right now. So if your plans are based on X community with X resources and that community doesn't exist anymore or they don't have that resources, you need a different client base. So everything has to be customer and market focused. And the present, by being present, it means being in your body in that moment. So I meditate a lot, and that's what meditation does. It brings you right into that moment. The present doesn't mean what's going on in the TV or whatever. It's being here as I am with you right now in this moment, not thinking about anything else but being in this space. That's what I mean by being present. Wow. So you mentioned TV just now. What, what, what would you say about, see, do you watch TV right now? Very rarely. Why Very not? rarely. Well, most of the programs I actually enjoy tend to be on Netflix, etc. So I will pop that on. But right now, there's a lot of um, you know news that focuses on the crisis, and it's a bit like I remember when Sky Rolling News first came out, and you could just sit there for you know for hours and hours and end just watching it loop. That does not help mental health and well-being. So if you're finding yourself feeling anxious and stressed by all the news that's coming in, stop watching all of it. Stop scrolling on your timelines. Find a community that can support you. I don't know if you do group work or anything as part of your community, but that might be something you want to bring in. Be informed. Find a 
good source of news that can help you be informed. So I basically will tune in to BBC once a day so I know what's going on with updates and that's it. If you've got friends sending you various WhatsApp videos that are not helping you, ask them to stop or just don't download them. Because if you're finding that these things are triggering you and that you're getting more anxious and more upset, they're not helpful. This was the same during Brexit. I found lots of people were getting very stressed and highly anxious around that time as well. And so much bombardment didn't help people. You know, so step away from it, step back. Be informed, but from a good source of news, not from some of the stuff I see flying around on WhatsApp or flying around on, on the internet. <laughs> no, uh, speaking of Brexit, Brexit feels, feels, feels like, whoa, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter right now, Brexit. It's still going on. That's what people have, people have forgotten. There is still other news. It's still going on. Lots of things are still happening across the world. Ah, because Brexit just like took not the back seat, but the far, far back seat in people's minds. So that's not part of the agenda right now. It's not part of the main news agenda right now. However, I trained as a journalist. The news agenda is, is very um, deliberate. So you have to dig deep to find other news. There are people that have positive news. As you can, if you actually look at positive news, you can find um, websites and organisations that are focusing on positive news stories right now. So you can find that. If you go to mainstream or, as I said, the internet, you won't find a lot of positive news right now. Oh, that's great. So on the roundup right now. So um, Yvette, what tools do you actually use this current minute to like run your business? In terms of practical tools or emotional resilience tools? Um, practical tools right now, which yeah, if you can touch on some emotional ones, that would be helpful, but practical tools. Okay, so practically I've actually, my business has been running online for a long time anyway so i have been using zoom for a long time with clients to serve them so my business has always been um, around my health needs and also my childcare needs so i work from home so um, using social media to raise visibility i have a video series that i'm popping out which is all about tools and tips to help people get through this right now um, I deliberately post things that are useful, helpful and practical <laughs> right now. Um, so social media I'm using, I do a lot of speaking, so I speak online as well. So I'm still engaging with lots of audiences. I would recommend that your community stays visible. Do not disappear during this crisis. Um, I use uh, various newsletter sites, so I have a newsletter that goes out. I use those tools. I have an online program as well. I have a couple of online programs. So I use those things to still generate work and speak to clients. Um, in terms of emotionally, I'm very big on two tools that I use regularly, which is meditation and gratitude. So the meditation, I use that to help me keep that groundedness, that calm. And it's not always easy in a situation, you know, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a business person, I'm, you know, I'm also, I've got elderly parents, etc. that I'm worried about. So using that helps me stay grounded. And the gratitude, gratitude is something that people often overlook. 
but when you start a gratitude practice and you keep that practice going it can actually change how your brain operates so if you actually were to do something like note three things you're grateful for every evening before you go to bed and you keep that practice up for 21 days you'll start to notice a change keep it up for 90 days and you started a habit after that period of time keep going you'll find that how you perceive things how you interact with things completely changes and has been clinically proven in, in psychological studies to help with some low mood and um, depression anxiety as well so it's one tool that will really changes if there's one thing that you do right now start that gratitude and give me thanks wow that's very great well doctor thank you very much for spending your very busy time with us today and um, we are very grateful to have you as um, as a guest and um, it's a honor and a privilege for you to be here so thank you very much today and i wish you i wish you all the best today thank you so much victor take care Bye. Bye. thank you very much for being part of the show we really appreciate you all we need is just like and um, subscribe to the show ensure subscribe to the show share it it might help another entrepreneur or someone that is really really struggling right now so it's part of your duty to help somebody else so and if you think you have uh, a different insight to the current situation right now and it has helped you or it's helping people that you actually serve get in touch at victor get in touch victor at the have a great day <laughs>